0: Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. Welcome back to Strange Tales. Thanks for joining me once again. A quick reminder before we begin today, if you'd like to help support this and all of the Relic Radio podcasts, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the donate links spread around Your support is the only way this show keeps coming every week and has for years, and if you're able to help out, I would appreciate it if you could, and as always, thank you to those who have helped out over the years. Now on to today's show, we're going to hear from the Columbia Workshop, a series that aired over CBS stations from July of 1936 to April of 1947. 370 episodes were produced. Our story today is a little more lighthearted than the usual murder, mayhem, and mystery. It's titled Rain, Rain, Go Away. It aired December 28th, 1946.
1: Presenting radio's foremost laboratory of writing and production techniques, the Columbia Workshop. Coming to you today from Hollywood. In the spirit of the holiday season, the Columbia Workshop brings you Rain, Rain, Go Away, the story of a little girl who has a mind of her own. Today's program brings together a newcomer and an old timer. The newcomer is the author, 28 year old Walter B. Newman, whose radio career has just brilliantly begun. The old-timer is eight-year-old Norma Jean Nelson, whom you hear every Wednesday evening on the Jack Carson Show. The production is directed by William N. Robeson, with special music prepared and conducted by Lud Gluskin. Here, then, is the Columbia Workshop presentation, Rain, Rain, Go Away.
2: Go out and play. One
3: moment, Heatherby. One does eggs, five pounds sugar one low thread. Why can't you wash? Go out and play? Because it's raining, Missy. Only a drizzle. With the napkins. If I get broccoli, will you eat broccoli? Uh-huh. It's only a one drizzle, pound, Mama. Rock. It's pouring outside, Heatherby, and you know it. Go on with your violin. Oh,
2: gee. Potato. Rock cereal. Now, what else? Oh, rain. Gotta stay in the house all day. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked it to rain. Stop rain. muttering, Heatherby. Can I play with my toys? Please, Mama, can I at least oh, play with salt, my toys? Oh, salt,
3: salt. Oh, dear, I almost forgot salt. Toys? No dumpling. As long as it's raining and you have to stay in, you might as well spend the time profitably and practice your music. But, Mama! Heatherby, I know you have a mind of your own, but I want you to practice. But why do you want me to practice? Sometimes I wish progressive schools had never been thought of. What did you say? Heatherby, honey, I want you to practice because I want you to learn to play well. Why? And I want you to learn to play well because... Well, because music is a wonderful thing. A a cultural necessity. It is? Yes. It's it's a great force for good. It, uh, It does things to people. Does my music do anything to you? Well, <laughs> yes, yes, it does. The music sometimes makes people feel happy, and uh, sometimes it makes them feel sad. In that sense, it does something to me. Look at it this way, sweet. Haven't you ever listened to music and found your foot tapping or found yourself humming right along with it? Before you know it, you're dancing and singing, just carried away on the uh, wings of song, as it were. Hasn't that ever happened to you?
2: That's very interesting.
3: Interesting. Well, you just practice on your violin. And before you know it, you'll be able to make people dance and sing. Now, won't that be wonderful?
2: How long before I'll be able to make people dance and sing,
3: Mama? Uh, Not long. Just be patient. You've been learning violin less than four months. And Professor Wurtzler says you're coming along very, very well. Only last week he said to me, he said, "Um, uh, Mrs. Weatherby? Children like your little daughter convince me that musicians are born and not made. Isn't that fine? Uh Uh-huh. So you just go ahead and practice, my dear.
2: Mama, why does it have to rain?
3: Oh, because the weatherman says so, I guess.
2: The weatherman? When did he say it?
3: Oh, last night, the newspaper. Rain tonight and tomorrow, he said. I guess that's all I'll need. Now, where's my coat? Oh, I'm going out shopping now, Heatherby. I'll be back in 20 minutes or so, if there are any calls. I'm going to lock the door after me. Now, you keep on practicing. See you soon, honey.
2: Goodbye, Mama. Go ahead now. Oh, rain. Oh, weatherman. old oh, mud camp. Why should I have to stay in just because he feels like making it rain? more I think of it the madder I get. That's because I have a mind of my own. If I could just see him just once, I bet I could make him stop the rain. I'd say make it stop now. You just make it stop, weatherman. I could put on my new raincoat and my rubbers. And out the window and enter the newspaper and speak to the weather
4: man
5: Hey! Hey, you there! Oh, a policeman! you trying to get your neck broke? Since when do people come out of a house by the window instead of by the door? Is that the way you were brought up? I'll come here under the arm and so you don't get yourself all wet. Hey, what's that under your arm? Before you're in. Hmm. Now then, uh, first, who are you?
2: I'm Etherby Weatherby, and I have a mind of my own.
5: Are you now?
2: And have you now?
5: Huh. And what might you be doing out here in the rain?
2: I'm going to visit the newspaper office.
5: And what newspaper office is that?
2: The one with the weatherman.
5: And do you have your mother's permission to visit the newspaper office with the weatherman? Do you? Hmm. I thought as much. Well, Miss Heatherby Weatherby, with a mind of your own. The newspaper office is too far away, and there's too much traffic on the streets, and you're much too young a lady to be going all the way down there by yourself. So just get right back through that window, if you please, Miss Heatherby Weatherby. And it does no good to be putting out your lower lip. With three kids of me on, I'm practically power-proof. Hey, what are you doing now? What are you up to?
4: I don't care to be
5: hearing you play your violin. Come on, now, back through the window you go.
4: And, and exactly why, if, if I may be so bold as
5: to ask, are you, are you playing your violin for me under and on in,
4: in the
2: midst of a
5: rainstorm? Because
2: music does things to people. Well,
5: it doesn't do anything to me.
2: Oh, no? Then
5: why are you tap dancing?
4: Tap dancing? There <laughs> I saw him, I saw him. <laughs> I'm actually doing a tap dance in the corner of Chestnut and Park. <laughs> hey, did you ever see the step like it just did that? I <laughs> hey, never took a lesson in my life. Hey, hey now no, that's peculiar.
5: I, I, I don't want to dance at all,
0: and,
4: and yet I'm dancing, and I, I, I don't
2: seem to be able to stop. That's because of the music. You just have to dance until I stop playing my violin, and I'm going to keep right on playing until you promise to oh. tell me how to get to the newspaper office, and also promise not to try to
4: stop me from going there. That's against the law. I want to. Oh. oh, oh, please, stop, stop, please. I, I, oh, I just had a very heavy lunch. No, nope, not until you promise. Oh, oh, please, please. Oh. Please! Oh, uh, pretty please with sugar on it. Oh, I, I, I stop playing! Oh, please! Uh, if the inspector should should happen to drive past and, and see me dancing on the streets, I, I'd be pounding a the beat. I'd be out here in the garbage dump for the rest of my career. Oh, please! Will you do as I
2: say? No!
4: Oh, 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 oh! Oh, Mr. I'm
2: waiting!
4: Well, all right, give a man a chance to uh, to catch his breath, will you? You're fair on me! Pooh, I
2: didn't even play my presto! I'm still waiting!
4: Well, just just let me get close enough to whisper it into your
2: ear, you little
5: darling. Just let me get close
4: enough. Oh, no,
2: you don't! Oh!
4: i you in. I,
6: I'll talk. I'll talk. Oh. Well? Call me back. Uh, uh, There's a newspaper office. But uh, uh, You go down the street, that way to a great building that smells of ink. You, you can't miss it.
2: Thank oh. you. Uh, don't mention it. And just to make oh. sure there'll be no more trouble from you, you dance up the street oh. to the far oh, no. corner so oh. that I'm out of Please. reach when I stop playing. No! Oh. No! Oh.
5: Oh. 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 Now, if you'll follow me right through this door, please. Quite, quite a relief. Uh, quite a relief uh, when you get outside the press room and close the door, isn't it? Huh? Yes. All right. Now, before I take you folks any further, are there any questions? Uh,
3: Guide, I have a question. Yes? Are the same number of papers printed in there every day?
5: Well, sometimes less and sometimes more, uh, specifically, that is.
3: That's very interesting.
5: Uh, 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 How much ink is used in turning out one edition of the newspaper? Oh, gallons and gallons of it. Oh, that's very interesting.
2: Uh, do they increase the number of pages to carry the news, or do they cut down the news to fit the number of pages?
5: Well, sometimes one way and sometimes the other.
2: Oh, that's very interesting. Are right,
5: any more questions?
2: When do we see the weatherman?
5: Right now, little girl.
2: That's very interesting.
5: Now, if you'll all follow me now, I will conduct you through the editorial department. You will be given an opportunity to see how the news is obtained, how it is written, how it is assembled, how it is made ready for the printer, and so on. This way, please. And please stay in line behind me. Thank you.
6: Uh,
5: uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, right here is the editorial department. Please, it's...
2: mister, is hmm? this where the weather... Yes,
5: little girl, this is where you see the weatherman. Just get back in line. Thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the first office we come to is that of our weatherman. This is the weatherman, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Al Kaufman. Hi, Al.
1: Don't keep him here long, Mulligan. I got work to do.
6: Right.
5: Into this office, ladies and gentlemen, come the daily reports. Good afternoon.
2: Of... I'm Heather B. Weatherby.
6: That's fine. Mulligan, well, we keep him as quiet as possible. We've got a terrible hangover. Right.
2: Into this office, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Heather come B. Weatherby. Da- Beat
6: it, kid. I'm busy.
2: I'm Heatherby Weatherby, and I have a mind of my own. I want you to make it stop raining at 333 Chestnut on the corner of 4th.
1: Get away from my desk, Kit Mulligan.
5: Uh, yes, uh, get back in line, please, little girl. Which one of you does she belong to? I
2: don't know. Why? I don't
6: know. Well, I must say.
2: I'm Heatherby Weatherby, and I want you to make it stop raining... So I can play Red Rover, Red Rover and kick the can in the streets with my friends.
1: Sure thing, I'll get busy on it right away, Mulligan Picker. Away, uh, way away. Yes, yes, yes. Are, are you uh, here by yourself, little girl? Where's your mother?
5: Oh, little girl. It's against the rules of this building to make noise. Put your violin down. Tell me where your mother is. Huh?
1: Will you get this kid and those other weirdies out of here, Mulligan?
4: (laughs) Listen to me, little girl. You swing your partner round and round, lift your feet right off the ground. Little girl, Miss Weatherby, or whatever your name is, I demand that all the gals left, all the men right, make this circle nice and tight. This is a newspaper office, and it's against all the rules to... Sashay right, sashay left. That's a pleasure, need and death. Oh! What's going on here, Morgan? Why don't you somebody... You stop? God, is this a usual procedure? All of you! Stop dancing! You're dancing too, Al! What? Come Tell me the next time I'll come around! Oh! Can up! stop raining or won't you? I can be this up all day long. Stop playing I talk about you. You hear me? You cut your heels and you dance for Jimmy wheels. Please stop!
2: I'm warning you, next comes Tresco. Tresco, Tresco.
4: Please, I'll do what you say, but please stop. We're gonna...
1: Oh, stop. Oh, God. My dear Miss oh, Heatherby. Weatherby, I simply cannot make it stop raining. at 3.30, three chests out on the corner of 4th here oh, Here we
4: go again. I'll join hands and circle left and the Miss weather me. I want to help you. I can't do anything as long as you make me done. But please stop.
2: Please. Oh, oh, please. Well
1: uh, I can't make it stop raining at 330 chestnut corner of fourth, because I don't make or unmake the weather. I just write about it honest just my heart and hope to die.
2: You don't make the weather? No. Well, if you don't make it, then how did you know last night that it was going to rain all day today? Uh, and don't tell me you didn't because my mama read it in the newspaper.
1: That information, Miss Weatherby, is sent to me.
2: Sent to you?
1: That's right. Now oh, come on here and take a look at this machine. See? It's called a teletype machine. It's like a telegraph and a typewriter all in one. This is what gives me information about the weather. Ah! It's the weather news coming in now. See what it says? Rain, tonight and tomorrow, westerly and southwesterly winds prevailing. Temperature, low, 52 degrees, high, 83 degrees. Humidity.
2: is that very interesting? Where does this information come from? Who sends it to you in the teletype?
1: What's sent out by the Department of Agriculture's Weather Bureau.
2: They keep the weather in a bureau?
1: No, no, no,
6: no, 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 no. Bureau means the same as office. Bureau, office. So you see, they're the ones for you to ask about making the rain stop. I'm sure they'd be only too happy to oblige you.
2: Where is this weather bureau?
6: It's in Washington, D.C. Is
2: that far away?
6: Oh, yes, indeed. Very far away. So far away that you better start right
1: now if you want to get there. How do I get there? How? Uh, Well, do you see this wire that runs from the teletype machine down to the baseboard near the floor and then around the room and out that door? Yes. That's the wire over which the information is sent to me. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if you just follow this wire as far as it goes, you'll find the weather bureau at the other end? Doesn't it? I guess so. Yeah.
5: Well, then just start following the wire. Al, get the kid's telephone number and call up her mother and have her come and take her home. Mulligan. Well, You'd
2: better not try to stop me. Grab her. Now you've done it. Oh, no, please. not that! Oh, I didn't mean to. Take your partner by the hand to the down in the
0: home. Let's pause here on KRLD.
1: Stan Freeberg here. The Radio Spirits catalog features thousands of cassettes and CDs of old-time radio. Call right now and Radio Spirits will send you their latest catalog absolutely free. Call Radio Spirits right now at 1-800-RADIO-48. That's 1-800-723-4648. Now back to the Columbia
5: Workshop on KRLD.
2: Come in. Are you the chief of the Weather Bureau Department of Agriculture? I am. Washington, D.C.? Yes. Then I'm in the right place. I'm Heatherby Weatherby and Some I'm... Some
6: other time, little girl. Pittsburgh reports grovels. Very rare thing grovels. Some other time I'm busy.
2: But it's raining at 333 Chestnut on the corner of 4th.
6: It is? Just one moment. Let me get today's weather map. Uh, uh, where was that again? 333 Chestnut? Yes. Corner of 4th? Yes. And it's raining there?
2: Yes.
6: Well, of course it is, exactly as predicted.
2: Yes, but I'm Heatherby Wesleyby, and I want you to make it stop raining at my house. So I can go out in the street and play instead of having to stay in and practice on this violin. Oh, go
6: away, little girl. I detest childish prattle.
2: I will not go away. I have a mind of my own.
6: Here, what's that you're doing? Stop that, little girl. I forbid you to. My goodness. Oh, dear. Stop it at once, do you hear what I say? Stop it at once, do you hear what I say? Stop it at once, do you hear what I say? You can't treat the head of a bureau this way. Will you
2: make it stop raining?
6: I don't want to dance, but I can't seem to stop. I don't want to dance, but I can't seem to stop. I'm whirling around like a gyroscope. I mean, the gyroscope. You're I, going I, to keep on dancing, oh,
2: too, until I stop oh, playing my violin, and I'll keep oh, on playing until you promise to make it stop raining. Go away, little girl, get
6: out of here. Go away, little girl, get out of here. Go away, little girl, get out of here. Making the weather about time the sphere.
2: Oh, what a fitting Shame on you. It's
6: not a fib. No, no, please, please don't play anymore. Please, let me explain, Miss...
2: uh... Heatherby-Weatherby.
6: Oh, just let me catch my breath, Miss Weatherby. Oh, my. I haven't danced since... (coughs) Miss Weatherby... The Weather Bureau was organized in 1890, and I don't mind telling you that yours is the most unique request ever made to us. Rain, my dear Miss Weatherby, is the most variable and uncertain element in the weather. For example, each year, Death Valley, California, gets about an inch and a half of rain. Well, during the same period, Tillamook County, Oregon, gets 130 inches of rain.
2: That's very interesting,
6: I know, I know. You want us to make it stop raining in your neighborhood. Well, it is my sad duty to inform you that regardless of what you may think, we don't make the weather here. We merely measure it. Measure it? That's right. All over the country... We have hundreds of trained assistants measuring the weather with thousands of cunning instruments. Thermographs and barographs, anemometers and barometers, metascopes and thermoscopes. To say nothing of my rheumatism, which aches like the deuce whenever there's a storm in the air, these assistants send in reports, and these reports... Well,
2: if you don't make the rain, who does?
6: There you have me. We have our theory, of course... Uh, speaking of theories, the early Romans had an interesting theory about the weather. They believed Jupiter, their supreme deity, was responsible for it. Uh, see that bust on the pedestal in the corner? Know who that is?
2: Henry we watch long, fellow?
6: No, that's Jupiter. Of course, no one believes in him anymore, but the early Romans thought he presided over all the changes that occur in the sky. Rain, hail... Thunder, all in his department. Rain especially. And they called him Jupiter Fluvius. And as you've heard about that school?
2: How do I get to see him? The real one, I mean, up in the sky.
6: Fly up there, I guess.
2: Fly, of course. Oh, fly there on the wings of song, like Mama said.
6: Pretty corny idea, isn't it? It's
2: it's the only way I can think of.
6: Uh, now, wait a minute. Are, are you going to play that confounded violin again?
2: Uh-huh. No. Hold on to your chair. No. Here I go. No. Oh, no, no, no. No,
6: I... Oh. oh.
7: Excuse me! Mm.
2: Excuse me. Uh, uh. What?
7: Huh? Uh. Mm. Are you
2: Jupiter, Pluvius?
7: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm Jupiter. But as for Pluvius, I don't remember. Can't keep track of all the titles attached to me. Hand me that scroll on the table, please, and I'll look it up.
2: There you are.
7: Thank you. I don't feel very pluvia. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) Now, Let me see. Jupiter Lusfadius. Jupiter Conan. Jupiter Hops. Nice. Oh, yes. Here we are. Jupiter Pluvius. Yep, that's me. Well, I'm... You're Heatherby Weatherby. Am I right? Why, yeah. and you have a mind of your own. Am I right? How
2: did you
7: know? <laughs> I know almost everything. I'm Jupiter. <laughs> here, here, take a car, any call. That's right. Now, look at it, but don't let me see. Now, I'll tell you which one it is. Seven o'clock. Am I right?
2: That's wonderful. <laughs> here,
7: nothing at all for Jupiter. Now, what can I do for it?
2: Do you make weather?
7: Make it and unmake it. See that machine over there near the parapet? See how the handles are marked? Rain, snow, hail, unusual weather, sleet, drizzle, growl. All I have to do is crank her up and turn a handle.
2: Then will you please make it stop raining at 333 Chestnut Corner of Fourth? Where's that? On Earth?
7: you where on Earth? They're pointed out to uh, the huh? Yes, well, don't lose your balance. Don't want to fall into space, do you?
2: There's 333 right down there, under that cloud. There.
7: Oh, yes. And you want it to stop raining. Am I right?
2: Yes, so I can go out into the street and play. Yes,
7: well, just let me look it up in the almanac.
2: Did anybody ever tell you you look just like Henry Wadsworth Longfellow?
7: Oh, Hank Douglas? <laughs> yes. They were talking about it over on Olympus the other night. Uh, great things, these old men. I greet them all the time. <laughs> Here's a funny one right here on the pleasantries page. Do you know how to make a Venetian blind? You
2: stick your finger inside. <laughs> Well, you stick your
7: finger in it. Yes. <laughs> now, let's see now. Morning and evening stars, tide correction, eclipses, calculations and corrections for those living outside New England, principal holidays, game laws. uh, uh, Here we are. Rain at 333 Chestnut.
2: Corner of Fort.
7: Corner of Fort. Sorry, Heatherby. Almanac says it's rain there today, and so I guess it will just have to rain.
2: Oh, please make it unrain! Oh, no,
7: too much trouble. Do you know how much rain and snow I hurl at the earth every single second of the day and night? Sixteen billion tons of it. All very carefully distributed where it will do the most ultimate good. Now, you can't expect me to go over all my calculations. And then reset the whole machine just to let you get out of violin practice, can you?
2: I thought it might turn out this way.
7: Going to play your violin for me? That's nice. Make it a lullaby, please. I'm going to catch me 40 eons.
2: Just wait till you hear my presto. All right.
7: (laughs)
4: Stop it. Stop it at once.
2: Not until you turn off the range.
4: Oh, this this is most unbig, big, big, big food. Here comes the grass, though. Oh, stop it. It's, it's putting... Turn off the rain. Oh, 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 goodness, oh Stop lying. Oh
2: no. Not until you turn off the rain.
4: I I I can't crank it. Oh my oh, shit. Stop. No trince now. <laughs>
7: Oh. oh, my goodness.
2: Go ahead and crank up the machine. Yes, yes,
7: yes, yes. yes.
6: All right. Hey.
2: Now turn off the rain.
7: Uh, Heatherby, will you settle for a
2: drizzle?
7: you <laughs> do?
2: Not this time. <laughs> I won't stop playing now until the rain is completely turned off.
4: It's hard <inaudible> to the handles while dancing.
2: Just do your
4: best. There. Oh, but <inaudible> wrong handles. Mr. Gantz, you got me all pumped. Huh? No. no. No, That was a ale, flea, and snow. The rain has stopped. Are
2: you sure?
4: Uh, look over the parapet and see if the cloud is... Still there, and please
7: stop please.
2: Just as soon as I'm sure the cloud is gone. Look out! Look, look, look. Oh, I slipped! I'm falling! I'm falling!
4: Heatherby! Heatherby! Heatherby!
3: can't you hear me? Heatherby! Heatherby! Chris? Chris? what? I've been calling you for almost a minute. I said, why don't you go outside now and play? Sun is shining. It is? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, look. It has stopped raining. I did it, I did it, I did it. Did what? I made it stop raining.
3: Oh, made it stop raining, did you, Missy? (laughs) Exactly who do you think you are?
2: I'm Hetherby Weatherby, and I have a mind of my own. Hmm.
1: You have just heard the Columbia Workshop production of Rain, Rain, Go Away, written by Walter Newman and starring Norma Jean Nelson. Lorene Tuttle played the mother, Jack Crucian, the policeman, Jerry Hausner was Mulligan, Elliot Lewis played Al, Sarah Selby, the sightseer, Arthur Q. Bryan was the weather bureau chief. Ed Max was Jupiter Pluvius, and dances were executed by Billy Gould. The program was directed by William N. Robeson, with music especially prepared and conducted by Lud Gluskin. <laughs>
0: There's more from the Columbia Workshop at RelicRadio.com, alongside past episodes of this podcast and all of the others. Lots to listen to there, including our shoutcast stream. Thanks again to all of you who've helped support this show over the year and in its previous years. And thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back again next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales.